Hey, this week the buzz is all about One Direction. New entertainment is in Diagon Alley and Universal's tiny announcement for a brand new hotel. But later we'll preview Halloween Horror Nights. From the Bob Varley Studios, this is episode 17 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone. We are back once again to talk about all things Universal Orlando. I am Craig Williams. And I am Sean Thompson. And uh, we've got a amazing walloping, uh, just a giant episode for everyone coming up. Uh, I know that we've never really left anyone disappointed in the past, but uh, today, is that the truth? Oh no, the the truth is we've left a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people on. have been disappointed. But uh, today is going to be something different from always. We are going to leave no one disappointed. Uh, except for everyone who's actually taken the time to watch. Yeah. Uh, in that case, <laughs> we feel terribly sorry for all you people. Um, yeah, you'll get over it. You'll get over a lot of things, including the fact that my arm's half cut off, as we've already uh, said during the... You're, first... half, you're a half a man. You're like a Muppet of a man. I am there. a Muppet of a man. But well, I'm a sick man, so we're good. We're also really crossing between the lines of Universal and Disney right there. But uh, just starting off, we want to mention that uh, usually Dustin West is behind the switcher controlling things for us uh unfortunately right now he he's is not in, here he's not here he's in italy along with uh pete warner uh host of the dis unplugged uh disney world podcast uh along with john magi coming close so we yeah. we miss them all dearly on the tuesday show and we especially miss dustin today helping us out because things absolutely are, things are going to be a little rough for those who are actually watching for just those, bear with us please yeah for those who are listening though you're not going to notice any difference except i am still monotone with the way i'm speaking and evidently i sound like harvey firestein well, only since your sickness. It's been okay. kind of a, a late a thing of late. Well, hopefully not forever. Yeah, not forever. But um, we, we do apologize for the interruptions in our normal broadcasting schedule of being good. But, uh, you know, we're here tonight for you. But uh, and and we're going to have the best show we can have possible. But uh, of course, be- before we get too far on, I want to say thank you once again to everyone who's actually tuning in. Yes, thank watching, you. Listening to us. Uh, and I want to remind everyone who's out there to share, like, comment, whatever you can possibly do on every form of social media, whether it is the uh, the Diz Unplugged YouTube page or uh, on, on Facebook, that is, and also on our YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube.com slash WDW Info, or more importantly... We have something brand new to announce. And... Uh, well, calm down with that because you're, I don't, you're really peaking on I can't whole, hear myself, okay. so I will do my best to, to calm down. Okay, you're good now. However, we have a brand new Twitter account called at Diz Universal. We absolutely do. Which focuses completely on Universal coverage. And so, if you watch the show on YouTube or on uh, live stream, you quite often see lately a 
hashtag pop up on the corner kind of right behind my head, which is huge. And I understand that it's hard to uh, to see around it. But you All see right. hashtag disuniversal. Uh, no longer do you have to follow by this extreme regime. It was very harsh and very extreme. I apologize for making you guys hashtag things. However, from now on, we are at Diz Universal. At Diz Universal. It's own so. separate account. We have photos. We have funny things to say. We have links. So please follow us there. Yeah, it's not amazing, but it is something that we are still doing. Nonetheless, uh, we're trying we to do our best. We're trying to provide a lot of in-park updates. And also along with that, if you're at Universal and you want to you want to tweet something, tweet a picture, tweet uh, a wait time, whatever, hashtag DizUniversal. We see it. We will do our absolute best to retweet it, get it out there. Uh, we want to make it as social as possible so that way we don't have to go in the parks anymore and we can just rely on everyone out there to do our job for We'll us. just retweet you guys. We're absolutely joking. Yeah. You'll see us out there as well, uh, specifically this week for Halloween Horror Nights. We will be going uh, to Halloween Horror Nights twice this week. Uh, multiple times. Uh, yes. And then as well as traveling out to Hollywood, which we'll talk about later on in the show. But um, be- before we even get to that, I, I wanted to point out later uh, – as I mentioned in the the first part of the show, we're going to be talking about Halloween Horror Nights as our as our mini segment today, uh, including our experience at the the media preview that Universal hosted for us the other night, where ultimately we learned the things we already kind of knew about Halloween Horror Nights, but most specifically. You have to fill me in here. I'm not following well, the lead. Specifically, we got okay. to see we Halloween. Got to, we got to do a complete maze, a complete house, the yeah. Halloween house, and it was fantastic. Yeah, and it's not even like we got to do it. It was it was in technical technical rehearsal. It was in rehearsal, so they Sorry. were you know knocking out kind of the kinks that they had. Some of the lights were on, so we got to see some of like the behind the scenes stuff. However, the way we got to experience it was fantastic, and I can't wait to uh, explain what we got to see. So, just for future reference. There will be spoilers later on, but, oh, it, will, but it will be worth it because we're going to talk about that house in detail. There will be spoilers. Yes. Just like Daniel uh, Day-Lewis once said, there will be blood. Okay. Minus the whatever in his name. That is what I uh, I threw in there. But yeah, we have a lot of stuff to talk about that uh, media preview. Um, just to get you excited about Halloween Horror Nights, even for those who aren't going, it's an event that has a lot of mixed mixed impressions in the in the Diz community especially just because a lot of Dizzers I I don't really want to stereotype but a lot of Dizzers aren't into that type of thing. I think there's an overlap but I think that you're what you're saying is probably correct that the majority of of Disney fans maybe won't like this level of of scariness and we want to break that wall down and yeah. specifically because of the details that go along into it sure. because a lot of people think Disney they think there's going to be a level of detail in it that cannot be matched however e- even based on uh the wizarding world of Harry Potter universal has proven that they can provide a level of detail that is unseen so, unseen or unheard of so uh you're so far away today i feel like i'm like flabbergasted at whatever I, I, you say because I I'm feel looking at if you. we get any further away then it is going to be just absolutely ridiculous okay but uh anyways anyway let's talk about yeah let's universal uh, at this point i think it is time to literally in multiple literally. ways jump into the buzz okay let's uh, talk about it 
but let's see what's buzzing on the grapevine. Ha 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 Jokes. Eight minutes. Laughter for eight minutes. That's the weirdest joke that we have on this show. And if you still have not been with us for any of that, it's something we do every week. Uh, it's going to continue. And once again, for those who are just tuning in now, I am sorry that Sean is half cut off here, but we are working oh. without Dustin, so we are doing our absolute best. Can scooch so over. He's he's going to scooch over and do his best in this All right. case. But uh, first off, trending now, buzzing now, Low Sapphire Falls Resort announced for Universal Orlando is the fifth resort. So, a brand new resort was announced. A brand new resort. Yeah. So, so exciting. Uh, not this week, but this past week, mm-hmm. Lowe's and Universal Orlando announced their fifth hotel on Universal Orlando proper- property. Sorry, uh, It's going to be located in between Cabana Bay and Royal Pacific in the plot of land that kind of a, a little while before we were talking about a brand new water park. We did incorrectly say that that might be used for a water park. I don't want to say incorrectly. It was a rumor. We were just talking about random things. We rumorized that there would we be... We rumorize. Yeah, I'm making up words. Yeah, you got so, it. We rumorized that there would be a water park in that section. However, we also talked about a expansion. Yeah. An expansion, sorry, to... Uh, Royal Pacific Resort. There's one thing we can't stand here. It's incorrect grammar. Incorrect grammar, which is going to happen a lot because I have the verbiage of a child. Whenever you say that, you're wrong. Well, agree to disagree. Anyways. Okay. uh, Earlier on, we actually did find out. We didn't really report it on this show. I think it it was kind of a minor news story in that Royal Pacific did announce that they were expanding on their meeting space. Okay. So, did you know about it? I had heard about it once. Yeah. So, they have their meeting rooms, just like any resort that has meeting space does. Uh, I, I think of the Yacht and Beach Club. They have some room. Boardwalk at Disney. These are all Disney resorts that have room. Uh, the only place at Universal that really has this meeting area is Royal Pacific. Okay. And they decided to expand upon it, which is great. However, let's let's throw in now Low Sapphire Falls. They are Let's expanding. Talk about it. They're expanding on their meeting space, but also they are adding a thousand rooms, which that seems like a lot. Did Including you know that they had seventy-seven suites? Seventy-seven suites, yeah. And it's going to it's going to be a colorful Caribbean hideaway built around a lush tropical lagoon and towering waterfall. You're exactly right about that. Yeah. Yeah. So. As we've already discussed, it's going to be right in that area between Cabana Bay and Royal Pacific. So it's in it's in the right area to build, obviously. It is in the right area. And I actually really love the theming that they're talking about. Yeah. I think that it probably combines. And I know I'm, I'm the one to compare things a lot to Disney, only in the sense that I'm, I'm very familiar with Disney. Mm-hmm. So I think that this sounds to me a combination between maybe Wilderness Lodge and Caribbean Beach. It kind of combines that really grand feeling of Wilderness Lodge in the sense that the buildings are huge. From the, the artwork that we saw, mm-hmm. it looked like these were very big buildings. It looked like there's a lot of rock work, uh, a lot of kind of uh, water features. Yeah. Look like waterfalls. Well, but then the, the feeling and the design of it was more of the Caribbean kind of colorful, more relaxed feeling that maybe you would get at Caribbean Beach. And I absolutely agree with that. However, in terms of Universal, with their hotel designs... Uh, judging from Cabana Bay, and then you've you've seen the rest of the resorts, but you know they really built out into those wing designs. 
Yes, so they do. A, a lot of the artwork that was proposed for Sapphire Falls, which will inevitably come to be, was that wing displays. And Universal doesn't do uh, that three stories up and then spread out as far as you can. Universal will do up. They'll do as many as they can possibly fit in. I, I feel terrible. I don't remember offhand what the amount of uh, a Cabana Bay is. I want to believe it's seven stories up. And those tower wings. I would say seven. It, it's yes. at least seven. It, it's pretty far up, but then it, it starts to expand out. And Sapphire Falls, it kind of appears to be the same way. It's it's going to definitely go up, and then it's going to go out in all these different wings. But you're absolutely right in terms of it being a couple colorful Caribbean hideaway built around a lush tropical lagoon and towering. I think those waterfall. were my exact words. You I, took I them believe, right out of my mouth. I, I believe they were the exact words because <laughs> those were also the exact words that Universal gave to us. Isn't that a coincidence? Copyright Universal Orlando. 2014. Uh, Universal City. Yeah. Uh, all that. Um, but let's talk about the fact that there's also going to be these amenities in it that kind of lean it towards being an actual deluxe resort. Everybody loves amenities. Yeah. So... I think what you're going to have okay. is you're going to have, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to light li- the right list, but you have water okay. slides. Yep. Lazy rivers. Mm-hmm. No, that's incorrect. Oh. You have a waterfall. We have a children's play area. I don't want to incorrectly assume that it's a lazy river. Do it. You say what you want. So, yeah, no, we have the water slide. We're going to have a children's play area, sand beach, fire pit. Great. Uh, you're going to have a full service restaurant with scenic views and outdoor dining, a themed lobby lounge, a poolside barn grill, and a quick service marketplace, among also having early park admission to the theme parks, a water taxi, and some shuttle access to City Walk via bus, as well as a fitness center and Villette Park. Oh my God, that's such amazing uh, amenities. Now, listen, if Tell we me. keep talking about it anymore, I'm going to burst, so let's just stop. Shall we? No. I was going to ask, where's the uh, the Express Pass? Where's the Express Pass at? Tell me, where's that? If okay. this is a deluxe resort, where's the Express Pass? Well, that's that's the one thing. Lowe's has not flat out said that this was going to be a deluxe resort. Okay. Uh, a couple noodles, news articles, sorry. Mm-hmm. Part noodles, of my yeah. Noodles articles. Sure. A couple of news articles kind of hinted towards the fact that it would be a deluxe resort. And I think it was because some of those amenities are stuff we see there, specifically the water taxi and the actual sit-down restaurants. However... A lot of the other stuff pointed towards uh, the value resort, specifically Cabana Bay. I mean, the themed lobby lounge and you know the the pool, the poolside bar and grill. That's sure. That's kind of stuff that you do see at a value resort. It almost seems to me that this might fit in the center, the middle of what we're talking about. Yeah, you got the deluxe uh, resorts that have been there for a while, and then you got Cabana Bay, which is the newest resort. Maybe this Sapphire Falls will fall in between and maybe be kind of like a moderate resort. No, and I'll flat out say, I yes. mean, as, as much as we've kind of hinted around that. Oh, we've beat around the bush. L- literally the worst way as possible, considering <laughs> I posted a blog last week about how I thought it was going to be no a moderate it. Don't worry. resort. It's fine, because the people that we've lost watching this already, slash listening. We've lost eight people. They've gone on to actually read the blog, which is, I mean, that's arguably more important. But uh, the the fact is, I think it's going to be somewhat their first moderate resort. And that's an absolute fantastic thing. That's one of the major things that Universal has actually been lacking. Um, just in general, they have the value resort with Cabana Bay. 
which is an amazing resort. We've talked about it over and over and over. We both love it. It, it, It's fantastic. Their deluxe resorts are nothing short of spectacular as well. Uh, They they nearly put Disney to shame. I've only experienced Cabana Bay, so that's really the only one I can talk about. However, I'm insane over it. It is one of the best resorts in Orlando. Yeah, and I mean, you've you've walked around the other ones. I have walked around it, but I've never stayed there. You've never stayed there. Exactly, but... It's really filling that gap. It's stuff that Cabana Bay kind of lacks, but the other resorts make up for. And it really is providing that moderate. We don't have any real opening date besides summer 2016. That's all we know for now. We we don't even know price ranges. We just know that the the dates for uh, that the you can finally book the hotels are going to be around spring 2015. But I wouldn't even hold that to a dime at all. Um uh, you wouldn't hold it to a dime? I have lots of dimes, so okay. why not? Uh, the The fact is we know that there is, there's, they're going to be available at some point after the end, and a lot of the things that you want to see, including a deluxe restaurant where you're going to be able to sit down and table really service. sit on that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we don't have pictures or uh, anything going on like that. Universal did release two pictures, and they're beautiful we it's have all it concept in, art we have yeah, them that, on the blog so we'll link to that for sure in that tiny picture that's right on the other side of sean's head uh that that's one of the small pictures on it we'll, we'll definitely link to that but okay definitely check it out check out the blog let us know what you think at us always at Diz universal and hashtag universal don't on, forget that guy just because he has a his own twitter account now exactly so we want to use that and let us know what you think of it let us know if you want to stay there if you don't let us know why you don't want to stay there. i don't know who wouldn't want to stay there it looks pretty cool i think it's gonna be a nice resort but the fact is it's a caribbean style resort that's not caribbean beach who doesn't like the caribbean how dare you there's at least three different ways of saying caribbean stay there just to figure out which one is important what's the other ways i know two okay so, new entertainment is finally available in Diagon Alley because all of you who said we're going to Diagon Alley and we don't have enough to entertain us, we want more. And we don't talk about Harry Potter enough. Did you notice that ever? Have we ever talked about Harry I don't Potter? Think we've on ever podcast? discussed Harry Potter, so have I we? think we should probably start now. What about episode eleven of the Disunplugged Universal Edition? If that's the episode, you know more than I do. However, I would say I don't think we talk about it enough. Well, you know what I probably remembered it because it was a very important episode okay it was whenever we celebrated our sweet 11 anyways uh so diagon alley yeah. is this brand new wizarding world of harry potter section it if is we really yeah. haven't talked about it yet but uh a lot of the in-house entertainment has really really set the bar it's really great quality yeah there are there in the past there have been two shows so there's been Celestina Warbeck and the mm-hmm. Banshees, which is a uh, singing style program. I would say it's bordering on Broadway style. So you have a, a singer who sings. A jazz singer. A jazz singer who uh, sings these standards, mostly about Quidditch, but also wizarding world. In general. Things. Yeah. Um, but she sings and she's got three background singers. They do a dance routine. They, it's very fancy. They pull up a guy onto the stage and do a funny routine. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's really good entertainment. And then in the past, they've also had uh, the Tales of Beetle the Bard. And when they did this, it was the Tale of the Three Brothers. Mm-hmm. So in that show, they talked about the three brothers who wanted the uh, the Deathly Hallows. 
the Elder Wand. If that's what you say. If is that what I say? That is. I, I hope that it is correct. However, this is the show that they did, and it's always been really kind of advanced puppetry. It's been a really good show. The actors are top notch. The they really do a great job in it. And we heard rumors from the very beginning since Diagon Alley opened that they would offer a second show of the same our overarching t- Tales of Beetle the Bard. The Fountain of Fair Fortune. Even beyond rumors, uh, actually, Universal yeah. officially announced that there would be more than one show that involved the the Tales of Beetle the Bard, and we didn't see it. it exactly. It flat out opened up, and it was the three brothers, and then after that, it was the Tale of the Three Brothers, and then, if you really want to beat it into the ground, it was, once again, the Tale of the Three Brothers, and... Sure. For fans of Harry Potter, of course, we couldn't say, thank you for giving us this land. We appreciate it. Instead, we said, why would you go back on what you promised us? We were very angry. Uh, we we set up a picket line, which people, <sighs> frankly, just plain ignored. Um, but it paid off in the long run. It did, because guess what premiered? The Fountain of Fair the Fortune. The Fountain of Fair Fortune. Yes. I, jinx. Jinx, jinx. So, yeah, it, it premiered last week at some point. We don't have an exact day. Uh, a couple of the other websites who will remain unnamed, just like Voldemort. Voldemort. My yeah. bad. My bad. Whoops. Uh, they they will remain unnamed. But other yeah. people did report that they started seeing it. And they did. So we decided to go check it out. And we had the chance to actually watch it the other day. We saw and it the other day, and it was fantastic. Flat out fantastic. Yeah. However, we also understand exactly why it did not premiere. The story, the yeah. So uh, the story, we the rumors we heard for the reason that it didn't debut in the the opening of Diagon Alley yeah. was the fact that it had to be rewritten, it had to go through a couple rounds of rewrites. Yeah, and I completely understand why. In the sense that the story is probably one of the more complex stories. And I understand that they probably wanted to hone it so that it was a very clear, easy to understand show. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they didn't succeed, but I at least understand why they had to rewrite it. And I'm I'm flat out saying now, for those of you who are wondering why, instead of uh, actually cutting to a video of it right now or doing whatever, yeah, we do have a video that will be going up on our YouTube channel. We do, and there's photos YouTube. too. YouTube.com so. slash WDWinfo. Yes. You, you will see it. As long as you're subscribed, you'll get notification of it. It's not quite ready to go live yet. It is. However, it is such an intricate show. We wanted to make sure that we provided the best possible video for you. And that, that falls on my shoulders. And it, it's coming. Um, however, it's it's a very long show. I'll flat out say the show is beautiful. Yeah. I, I think that the story is really beautiful. I think the way that they do the puppetry and the acting is really beautiful. They did a really amazing job. Yeah. But I understand the difficulty in bringing it to the, it, to the stage. And the puppetry of, like, involved for it is just even beyond what uh, the the previous show was. You're exactly I mean, right. And that yeah. was that you have a giant puppet coming out of a cabinet. There's a worm involved. I don't... Yeah, yeah in this one, there's a worm involved. There's tapestries. There's Tapestries there so by Carol King. It's so uh, complicated. It's in so far away. It is so far away for some of you who do live very far away. Uh, it, the, it's the a little vid- too late to talk about it now, but we can... Uh... The video will be coming soon. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, it's okay whenever Dustin's here and we laugh at stuff because at least we have someone who's laughing that makes it to it. This is just I think a it's case just sad of us now. laughing at ourselves. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and move us on from Shall this we? because okay. how pathetic it is. Let's get a little more pathetic. Okay. 
One Direction is coming. One Direction. Universal. Everyone's waiting for this. Everyone in chat is so excited about One Direction news. Yeah, and you know what? The first thing we can flat out say is we have no new information. No information and no interest in it whatsoever. Flash, what do you care? Uh, hey, I'm not judging anyone. If they want to go see One Direction and Universal, go for it. So do you want to read the, the flat out baseline? I will read it, happening? yes. Okay. On November 17th. One Direction will be performing some new songs for the Today Show to help promote their new album, Four, at Universal Orlando. And unless you're a, f- a female between the ages of seven and, and 18, 18, you could care less. Couldn't care less. If you care, feel free to write us at podcast.disunplug.com and yell at us for making fun of One Direction or Jazzercise. So, I think this is an interesting thing. It's going to be for the Today Show. The only thing I can connect it with that I've experienced is when Jimmy Buffett performed on the stage for The Tonight Show, which is also an NBC Okay, so show. Th- that's where we have to start out. Flat, well, flat off the bat, I, The Today Show, that appears on... On NBC. NBC. Yes. Yes. Second, The Today Show appears on NBC. So why not make yourselves seem even more hip and popular than always by having one direction appear at the theme park that you are trying to sell I millions could be wrong but one direction seems a couple years ago am I, I alone in that I, I well that's kind of why i threw in the part about contact us at podcast at disunplug.com because i genuinely don't really know where one direction fits in i'm still singing the Oh, baby, you light on my world like nobody else. You don't know you're beautiful, you I think me. is the name of that song. You don't know. Uh, oh, Thank you for doing this you don't now. Know you're beautiful. I, I think our listeners at this point, slash watchers, they're, they're already reacting to They my know singing. we're great singers. Yeah. You, you know I'm good. Um, almost on Robin Thicke level. He didn't Aww. write his song. Did you know that? He didn't write Blurred Lines. Did you also know he was divorced? I heard that once. Okay. It's not uh, like he made a big deal about it. We didn't hear that on our podcast. But no. anyways, literally, if you are actually a fan of One Direction and you're excited yeah. about them coming hey, go to for Universal, it. first off, go. I'm not so that criticizing way we don't you. have to. Um, we will. We still will. But go so we shouldn't have to. And then also tweet us at Disney Universal. So tweet us and tell it, it what it's like. Because we've heard that. There's going to be viewing in CityWalk. Yeah, this is where the confusion comes in, because you and I have both read different things that I still haven't really taken the time okay. to find out the truth on. And I could be wrong, but from what the way I understand it is that uh, they're going to be performing inside Universal Studios on the main stage, mm-hmm. and they're going to accommodate most of the guests that want to see them sing in CityWalk, because they'll have screens up, and they can show yep. them, and they can hear it. It'll be fine. Don't make the crowds inside Universal Studios. However, I think there will also be some kind of seating inside Universal, standing room only, to watch the Today Show performance. Okay. But I think you have to take your life in your own hands for that, from what I understand. <sighs> will you be doing it? No, absolutely not. It's November 17th. What I'm else are you going to do? I'm uh, joking. November 17th, I believe we are uh, we're doing something else at that point in time. But, but uh, regardless, uh, in terms of universal news, when is the last time anyone on this level, regardless of whether or not we still think they're relevant, when has anyone on this level come to Disney World or you anywhere in Orlando in itself? I don't know. 
I got nothing for okay. you. You better keep no, going I, on your own. I, I'm kind of done on that level. I'm just saying. It's, well, you really dragged that out for yourself. I really don't. So you continue. I don't like One Direction. However, I understand that it is a big deal that they're coming. I, I hope that I'm not the only person that understands that. I don't accept it. I don't believe that they should be here. I think it's going to be one of the worst days. Uh, I, I mean, I even joked about it with you that we we should be doing like the good and the bad of one direction coming to universal the good it's gonna bring in a bunch of 13 year old girls that will drive the the revenue for universal that day the bad is there's gonna be a bunch of 13 year old girls annoying the heck out of anyone who wants to go on transformers the ride 3d i mean that's the good thing we don't have to step near the park that day or if we did we could just go into islands of adventure you don't know that okay well don't force me to go see the one direction well, I, I'm not really in the position to force you to do that. But either way, they're coming, and we have to accept it. If we don't accept it, then we we choose not to accept it, and we'll do something else with it. But unless you have really anything else to add to that, I think that's about all that's Let's finish the One Direction buzzing. conversation. Yeah, let's, let's finish it. And no more buzz. No more buzz. Do I have arm space now? You you kind of do. Oh my god! Uh, I still don't. So I'm still doing this side lean here. You got plenty but of room. That's fine. That's everything trending now at okay. Universal. And before we discuss anything else, so I think we need to take a second and pause and talk about what happened last week on the show. Okay. Which, if you watch every week, then you know that nothing happened last week on the show because we do this every other week, and You're... I just caught myself in a flub. You could not be more correct about that, and I'm so glad that you made the distinction. Well, thank you. Uh, last time on the show, two weeks ago, we yeah. asked you to tell us which Halloween Horror Nights house you were most excited to see, or uh, if you're like a lot of people, which ones you would like to see, but you're probably not going to actually see it. Okay. Yeah. Who did ask that question? I believe I asked that question. Okay, I did not. I did not say anything. You'd... Okay. So... We asked the question and people answered. Mm -hmm. We got a great answer. Did we? On Facebook, I think. Okay. Do you agree with me? I agree with you. All right. Because I'm going to read it. So if we read it, we can't take it back. Okay. All right. So we chose the answer from Jen May Foglia. Mm -hmm. I would assume that's how you pronounce your last name. I apologize if it's not correct. She says, I think I'm most excited about Alien vs. Predator. When you were speaking about the puppetry and how it could be it could mimic American Werewolf from last year, it psyched me up. The house was amazing, and anything similar is going to rock. Can't wait till I get my frequent fear pass. Hashtag DizUniversal. So, Jen, thank you for commenting and telling us what you think. Thank you to everybody, actually. Yeah, uh, but Jen gets the reward. Flat out. And it's, it has nothing to do... It was literally random. However, It's it always just, random. Yeah. It just happened that Jen literally went out of her way providing detail on what what was actually going to happen in that house and not only that i mean uh, the puppetry is going to be the most awesome part of it i i at least in my opinion but i mean, i i'm pumped for alien versus predator too the the concept itself does not really get me excited because alien versus predator is a terrible terrible movie i've never uh, heard it but i just want to enunciate that i said frequent fear pass what did they think you said i don't want to talk about it they said i thought i said frickin fear pass but no, i said frequent because you're going lots of times it's quite frequent 
So let's move on. Cool beans. So, Jed, you, uh, of course, won the $50 American Express gift card that can be used at Universal Orlando. Good job, Jed. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, it. if you know anything about Universal, uh, well, not, sorry, not Universal gift cards, but American Express gift cards, they can be used anywhere else. But specifically, they can be used at Universal Orlando. Do you know Orlando why? Because, because they're the official card of Universal Orlando Resort. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, you know so that? much All for right. answering that for me. You're very welcome. So, uh, Jen, uh, normally in the past we would reach out to you, but uh, we're feeling lazy, so please reach out to us. I'm never, I never contact the right person, so just tell us. That's actually a lot of the detail on it. So write to us at podcast yeah. at com and say, hey, it's Jen. I want my gift card. You told me I won. Give me my thing. Either that or Craig at WDWinfo or Sean at WDWinfo. With a U, not a W. Or, you know what, Twitter at DizUniversal. Exactly. If you can't tell, we're kind of trying to push it, so turn around with your hands. Not a word of that was understandable. Not a word of that was understandable. Um, But then again, it doesn't matter if it's understandable because this week we're doing the exact same thing. We so are. for those of you who want to get in on everything that happened the last time, we're, we're going to kind of do it again, except we're going to bring it down a notch. Last time we asked you to choose from one of eight houses. The houses, the mazes. Yeah, and that's a lot. It's too many to choose it, from. It's a way too many. We want to yeah. really bring it down. So we're going to ask you to choose from scare zones this time. Scare Heck, zones. I'll even flat out admit it. If, you don't want, if you're not excited for a scare zone and you want to talk about Bill and Ted, or Rocky Horror, go right ahead and we're not say you're stop you. for it. Yeah, uh, we we will stop you. We're we're gonna make sure that the randomizer that we don't have does not choose you. Well, and then two weeks from now, we'll ask you what your favorite bathroom is gonna be. Yeah, my favorite one is going to be. You need to choose which scare zone is going to be your favorite. We've got lots of choices, specifically four, including Bayou of Blood. Which is going to be the Louisiana style. We're going to sacrifice a person every night type yes. of scare zone. And it looks great because we walked through it last night. Uh, absolutely yes. amazing. We'll get to that. Okay, we also sorry. have Masquerade. Yes. That is kind of based off of New what, Orleans, Phantom of the Opera. You know, you got all that kind of stuff. It's, it's going to be a masquerade ball. A nice French formal occasion. French. With a bunch of faces falling off. Lots of faces. Sounds then awesome. Then you've got The Purge. Uh-huh. Which is based on the famous and well-acclaimed uh, film franchise. Well, let's not call it famous, but it is a film <laughs> It's famous. Yeah. And then you have Face Off in the Flesh, which is based on the sci-fi TV reality Which show. apparently it's less famous than The Purge, but still... It is less famous and they're easily upsettable. Either way, those are the four scare zones yes. that are coming up. We're going to talk just briefly about them. We have a lot to talk about, um, so I don't know how much we'll actually get to them in itself, but... Uh, we will do our best. Yeah, let us know which one you're actually excited most for, and... Uh, Tweet us, comment on Facebook whenever we put the video up, as, yeah. as well as YouTube. Just make sure you use the hashtag DizUniversal because I can flat out say whenever I look through the responses, I don't look through what video it should be on. I search hashtag DizUniversal. If it doesn't make sense to what we're talking about, I literally just ignore it and I say sorry. It's a behind-the-scenes view right here. 
Yeah. So uh, make sure you let us know which one. And like I said, if it's also Bill and Ted or Rocky Horror, you want to throw in the shows in that, go ahead. Because next week, it's not going to be about that. <laughs> Even next- if it's the twisty potato skins that you love, we understand. Whatever. Just let tell us, us what you love. Let us know. We really, really yeah. want to hear from you guys. So that way, whenever we go later on this week, we actually know what to look for. Uh, and if if people say twisty potatoes where you literally going to spend a 30 minute segment just covering twisty potatoes just for you guys just for you guys not for not our because health. i want to do it anyway well um, okay stop okay anyways uh with that i think we are gonna kind of get away from all that goodness and we are really gonna get down on our breakdown of halloween horror nights this year which includes eight houses Eight. Five, based on intellectual properties. All right. Not to be confused with properties that are not intellectual in any ways. Sure. Four unique scare zones. Mm-hmm. And fingers are in your shot. Two shows. Okay. Oh, no, not your fingers. Sorry about that. Okay. Two shows. So, that is going to be our spotlight on in the universe. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll be back next time. Are we done with this? Oh, sorry. We haven't Seems even started Seems a bit short. Yet. Okay. No, so, Halloween Horror Nights app absolutely starts this week if you're catching up with this on friday on itunes or when it YouTube, comes out on the 19th there's a, will, that will be the debut and, and there's a good chance if you're listening to us on that day or watching us on that day we might be there we right will probably now. be there so there's, there's a good chance tweet us yeah. yeah yeah tweet us and ask us how it's going unless you really generally don't like us and then no one really does so time. just do it anyway oh my gosh i don't even like us either oh my gosh but uh so, Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. It is the annual event that takes place at Universal Orlando. Well, as guess well what we got Universal to do last Hollywood week. Yeah. And Singapore. Oh, yeah, Singapore. So, it happens at all these different places, and it's, it's a really fun event. Uh, I mean, it's, it's no surprise that all around the country of the United States of America, these haunted house-type events happen everywhere. However, Universal kind of... I, I don't want to say they set a standard because I have only been to a couple in other places. I feel like they've set a standard. There is a standard that's been set. Oh, cool. <laughs> I wasn't listening. Fantastic. Okay. So they've kind of set a standard in the fact that this is literally one of the premier events. Okay, I in agree terms with that. Of Halloween. Sure. All around the country. And. Uh, every year they generally have had um, anywhere between six and eight houses, generally usually seven or eight. Um, and, and even before, whenever it first started, it was mostly shows. And okay. now it's kind of gone into the, we're going to do haunted houses with scare actors. Scare actors, of course, are the people who populate the houses. They populate them and they scare you to death. Well, only if you're people like Sean, who cannot handle... Okay, I wouldn't say that. Scared. I wouldn't uh, say I can't handle it. I would say generally most people can handle being scared. I'm just very susceptible to it. I, yeah, I and you know what? It's it's whatever you choose to be. However, I didn't choose the way, but I'm just saying I get scared very easily. It is very Spider-Man three of you, but so Halloween or nights, it's literally one of the greatest events to happen in a theme park in general in my opinion uh i don't want to speak for anyone else but this year it's it's going to be something very interesting in that going up to it we've we've kind of talked about it on basically every episode that we've really discussed for the past uh four months 
But now that it's all fleshed out and now that we've seen a lot more from it, specifically you and I, a lot of them well, haven't seen it. No, that's what I wanted to bring up, that we got to go to a, a really cool preview. Oh, wow. Of Halloween Horror Nights. So we got to go last week. Uh-huh. We were invited to go see a uh, presentation of some of the costumes, mm-hmm. the masks, the premise of some of the scare zones in the houses. Yep. We got to see a presentation by Michael Aiello, who uh-huh. was the creative director for Halloween Horror Nights. Yep. And then we actually got to see one of the houses in technical rehearses. Rehearsals. Technical rehearsals. Shut up. Rehearsals. So it was actually really cool. So I don't know if you want to show a video right now. Uh, I'm not quite ready to show it yet. Then let's let's kind of go over the list of the houses that are going to come up. Okay, let's talk about it. For those of you who have not watched before and we really want to ram it down your faces uh, just for... For the time being. So, first off, let's start with the big bad voodoo daddy that is The Walking Dead. Okay. End of the line. The What I learned from that is that it will be the biggest house they've ever created. The biggest, with the, the most characters. Absolute biggest, with the most character characters. And if rumors are correct, it is also the third year of the contract that Universal signed with The Walking Dead. Why don't they call them characters? Characters. The character scare actors. Characters. I, I'm pretty sure that's actually how it's pronounced. I just don't really know how to speak English phonetically. Okay, scare actors. So we'll do it. Whatever. So, However, it is the third year, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it is the fourth season of this series. So yep. if you're familiar with the show, which I unfortunately am not. I've caught up a little bit of the first season. Well, that's fine. However, this is really taking place on the fourth season of the show. Okay. So when you watch... When you go through this maze, if you're familiar with it, mm-hmm. you will understand the plot lines and how it progresses yeah. through the four season. Yeah, regardless of what happens in the maze, we're going to see some prison stuff. We're going to see some of the abandoned cabins. But the uh, the end-all, be-all of this maze is going to be Terminus. So for those who watch the show... Uh, you're, you're going to be excited because you know how Terminus turns out if you've seen the uh, the special deleted actual ending of the walking dead season four that didn't air but the the special one that amc released it's it, terminus is pretty intense you don't know really anything i about have no it. idea what's happening right now but and, i will uh, sit and, and listen it's fine it, it's going to be an awesome maze sure. i mean every maze there is awesome it's it's going to be zombies it's going to be a lot of the walking dead obviously so a lot of people do think it's repetitive i i mean i i flat out said on this show multiple multiple times that i think it's going to be very very repetitive from the years past and i'm not super excited about it however that was also months ago before it's actually in our in our arms reach and now i'm actually excited it is in our it. arms reach last year the thing about the walking dead house was you had to crouch down so you there was a portion of the maze where you had to duck down mm-hmm. and that freaked me out yeah that uh, it, not that it was like you know physically demanding, but the fact that you the other mazes you just walk through normally, yep. but this one you had to crouch down and there was something above your head. So if you tried to stand upright, there was a netting or something above your head. So that in a, in itself was freaky to me. And it could flat out happen again. And yeah. I'm not going to say that it's not going to happen again. However, The Walking Dead is back for end of the line. Uh, but let let's get away from that because honestly, let's. that's that's pish posh. It is pish in posh in terms of that. Uh, I want to actually. I don't have an exact order. We're going to go into that. But I want to say AVP, Alien versus Predator. Okay. Uh, we've already briefly talked about that in Jen May's uh, answer. AVP is going to be based off of the movie series exactly. Alien versus Predator, which was based off of comic books, video games. It's going to have a lot of puppetry in terms of the aliens and 
and the Predators, I'm guessing they're going to be live action suits. We haven't really confirmed it yet, but that's that's the best that I can believe that they're going to be. That's all I got. Yeah, they they have masks. We saw the masks that were there. And okay, I don't have anything else to add. That's fine. Good. However, uh, let's let's switch gears then, and let's go with Dracula Untold. Okay. I, I don't know if I have anything to add to this one either. That we learned that they were pushing the release date of the movie forward so that you could see the movie before this maze opened up. So that'll be exciting if you're really into this. It's another one of the intellectual property ones. Um, it's about Dracula. So enjoy it. Dracula Untold. I, it's going to be this gothic period piece. I think we uh, talked about this already. I mean, it's well, not, we, we didn't learn anything We new. absolutely did. There's still nothing yeah. new with it. The fact is, as Sean just said, they're pushing up the release date to hopefully get more people excited about this. I I think it's going to be a beautiful house. I also think it's going to be the, uh, the let me say it in the nicest way possible. It's the worst be one. The, the stinker of houses. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be right up there with the Alice Cooper house from a couple of years ago. Yeah. You. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so that's all we got to say about that. It's really hard to get excited about it. Uh, Let's continue on with intellectual properties. Okay, what's the list you're using? What's next? What do you want to go with? No, you got to tell it to me. What do you want to go with? (sighs) I don't know. Halloween. No, Halloween's last. Halloween's last. Just tell me what you want to talk about. Well, intellectual properties, let's let's go with face-off in the flesh. Okay, face-off. You That's actually, a scare zone, though, right? Uh, I'll, I'll be flat out. Yeah, it is a scare zone. So I thought we were doing houses. Okay. Do we just want to do houses? I don't know. Sorry. I just can't keep track of where you're going. Okay. So face off the scare zone. They had an episode of the show, which is on sci-fi. It's a reality mm-hmm. show where the makeup artists create these kind of uh, unique figures. Um, the most recent episode involved a Halloween Horror Nights challenge where the, uh, the contestants were asked to create a scary... Uh, creature based on a movie poster and that's what they did and the winner of this challenge actually will will have their uh their character featured in howling hornets this year on both coasts both uh, hollywood and uh, florida yeah and i actually didn't watch you did know i did you did but i mean you have more time than i do clearly oh yeah i have nothing to do with myself so yeah yeah i just watch tv all the time no but uh it's it's going to be interesting because more or less in uh, in the Hollywood version, it's actually going to be a maze, whereas we only get a scare zone. We do get a scare zone, and we saw it yesterday. It's basically on Hollywood Boulevard Street. Yeah. It's just on the main Hollywood Pass. It's on Hollywood, yeah. It's on Hollywood, and uh, it's just basically signage. It's just a steel, you know, an aluminum sign yeah. uh, pole, and it just says face off. So we have no idea how it's going to be incorporated with these characters. So flat out, we can say there it's absolutely disappointing looking at it from this perspective and i don't know if it's going to really change in the future uh we we don't know how the sets are actually going to come out it can't just be characters coming out and moving around it won't look right it's got to be something with the actual sets themselves but then again it hasn't been announced yet so we don't know at this current point and i don't want to try to predict what it's going to be but it is an intellectual property and it's coming uh, along with well, let's jump back into the houses because okay. we forgot about From Dusk Till Dawn. Yes, we have From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. So I've watched the movie. Uh-huh. I have not seen the show, so it would be unprofessional of me to comment on the show itself. However, I have seen the movie, and so I think it should be an interesting house. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I don't think George Clooney is going to be there, but it should be an interesting thing. Well, you know what? I kind of I apologize. I don't remember the listener who kind of challenged us to uh, actually I, watch the show. Don't I don't think, think it matters. No, I, I, I really don't think we need to point it out. But you know who you are. You know who you are. You know who you are. I don't know where you're looking, but I, I'm looking at my camera, okay. frankly. But you know who you are, and you challenged us to actually watch this series before we made any judgments on it. I did take the time to watch all the episodes on Netflix whenever it became available, and I can say two things about it. A, I actually enjoyed it, but B, I, I cannot flat out say that it was it was of good quality. I, I kind of compared it to other kind of true crime dramas that are available and out there, and I, I thought it had an interesting twist, and I thought the the details of it were amazing and all that stuff. But to, to say that it was a great, great series was something that I, I can't say. You're so. just so unprofessional. But, oh well, what are we going to do? But it's out there. And we'll enjoy the maze. I, I think as a house. There's itself. vampire people and yeah. there's, yeah. No, there's, well, I mean, the Calabras. And uh, in the in the miniseries uh, directed by some of the episodes directed by Robert Rodriguez, who directed the original film uh-huh. and also Spy Kids for you Spy Kids fans out there. Spy Kids, all uh, four of them. All the Spy Kids. Jeez. So he, he directed all the episodes. Wilmer Valderrama is in the miniseries. Uh, most people know him as Fez from that 70s show. And he doesn't have like an equatable character in the movie, right? I mean, he's. He's someone completely new. I'll just be honest. Fez should have stayed as Fez for wow. now and for Fez ever. It's pretty harsh. Um, we can say we can talk about that for ages and ages. Okay, it's it's going to be there. I think the design on it is going to be amazing. It's going to be scaring some people. Uh, intellectual properties. Bam, bam. The Apprentice. All right, but we didn't talk about all of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do we got? What do we got? Well, we talked about the houses, minus Halloween. I know my favorite's coming up. Which one? Roanoke. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about zone. the purge. Oh, the purge. That's a that's a scare zone. Yeah. Are we going back to scare zones? Oh, we're just going with all the intellectual properties. Intellectual right properties. Now. Okay. Okay. So we got the purge. Well, I think we've talked about this enough. Basically, it's a uh, you got a. Uh, a, a, a scare zone where there's no laws for tw- 12 hours. So any crime is possible. You got scare actors with uh, a scary kind of uh, plastic face mask yeah. on who just want to kill you. So I think you'll walk through this. We saw yesterday a school bus that was uh, set up with a big poster on it for the purge. And I think you'll just have scare actors walking around trying to kill you with knives and yeah. guns. I don't know. Uh, you basically have two options. You can support the purge or you cannot support the purge. Uh, if you support the purge, then you're okay at murdering anyone you may know. Um, I think that's more your style than mine. That's whatever. We're not gonna. We're not gonna really get into that. But uh, it's it's also one of the intellectual properties. Really, the last intellectual property though that we have to talk about is Halloween. Uh, before we get to that though, I wanna I wanna do our our brief brief one and a half second interview that we had with Michael Aiello, the creative director of halloween horror nights where he talked about intellectual property well, there so we go should we run that because we talked about it it's your call do it if you ago. want to oh my gosh here it starts 
Do you think this is going to be one of the most detailed years oh, that you've ever voice. had for Horror Nights? I think so. I think any time we are, we are working with brands, there is a level of authenticity that we have to provide that brand. Um, Alien versus Predator being probably top of the list as far as the level of detail that, that, that is required to go into that to, so that not only is the brand satisfied, but we are as fans that we can walk away and go, that is a really good representation of what we love about that brand. And that, that thought and idea goes into, I think, everything that we want to create for this event, that, that whatever we're creating, we are at all times being a fan first and applying our creative aspect to that, because um, we really are. And it's, it's a line that's said a lot, but we really are fans of, of, of all these brands that we're creating. And in the past, I mean, we're just fans of horror, and we love it, and we love to create these mazes and all this content. And it's, there's an emotional value to that that we really latch onto and we enjoy. There's a passion with, with everybody working on this event from all aspects. I mean, it, it really is an army of people that, that, that come together to create this thing year after year after year. We're already starting next year. 25 is already in the works. Um, and it's just fun. It's just a lot of fun to do, and we have a, an awesome time doing it. Oh, so that, of course, was Mike Aiello, uh, the creative director of Halloween Horror Nights, explaining better than either of us could, I think. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I, I can flat out say that I can't describe why Halloween Horror Nights is important. But uh, he, he did kind of hint at the intellectual properties in there and the the attention to detail, considering that was the question I asked whenever I got to sp- speak to him mm-hmm. about it. And... Uh, and just in terms of that, I cannot be more excited. But one of the things I kind of hinted away from that interview with him was the attention to detail that was going to be in Halloween. The house. Hugh Sean. Yes. What should I say about Halloween the house? Uh, we got to go through it. <laughs> it was the uh, technical rehearsal, which I said before. And it was phenomenal. We got to go through it four times. Count I mean, it. Four. Four whole times. And I screamed like an idiot. It was embarrassing. It, it really was. And uh, so, obviously, we, we've we talked about Halloween in the past. Judging from the the start, whenever, it was still just a uh, a rumor mm-hmm. in the in the base. It was uh, the last one to be announced. It, it was the last yeah. one to be announced. However, I am kind of on the point where it's the last, but also it was the last for a good reason. And that it might possibly be the one that literally surprises all of us as being one of the favorite houses that's hard to say right now because it's the only one we've seen of all of them however i strongly think that it could very well be my favorite i am just that quick to judge though and i am too to a certain extent however there's still seven we need to see so let's not jump right into it however it was so well done especially if you're a fan of the original john carpenter movie which of course i had seen but since Going through the maze, I went back and watched it again, mm-hmm. and the level of detail that was put into this house was unbelievable. I mean, there were things that, I mean, it just brought the movie yeah. 100% to life. And I want to actually get into this house a little more, but before we go any further from that, for those who are listening, uh, 
and those who are watching, I think we kind of want to take a slightly detailed trip into the house. Yes. Uh, so let's uh, let's just say that there's going to be spoilers. There, there are going to be spoilers. Um, I don't think any spoilers that will detract unless you... We're, we're not going to discuss every single point where there's no. going to be someone jumping out but at I underst- you. But I understand if you yeah. want to go in completely surprised. So for the next, I would say, what, 10 minutes? 15, I, 10 minutes? I would got- say... Uh, about four and a half. Four and a half. Minutes, if we're going to get gonna into details, um, okay. You know, it, so that's about how say, long it would take to go. Let's just say five it, minutes. So. so if you want yeah. to be completely surprised, the next five minutes or so will be spoilers. So let's just say that. Okay. So first off, you are going to enter the house uh, right beside Men in Black yeah. in that area. It's one of the two tents. We've discussed that before, and uh, it's actually it's going. <laughs> You're going to walk in there, and then you're going to go into the queue that loops back and forth many, many, many times behind Men in Black. And then eventually you're going to come up, and you're going to see the actual Myers house from the film Halloween. You are going to see the house. Yeah. And so what happens is, the same way the movie goes through different periods of time, you're going to see the proje- uh, projection on the house, which mm-hmm. shows a young Michael Myers as a young boy dressed in the clown mask, which I think if you know the film well, you know that that's the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. You see him killing his sister right in the upstairs window, just like that. Yeah. And so that just starts off the whole thing. So while you're waiting in queue, you're waiting to get into the house, you see this happening. And so the second you get up to the house, you're, you're, you're into the movie. Yeah. You're, you're through the prologue. You're right into the movie. Yeah. So you see the house in front of you. You're walking to the right of it. You're going to go through the fence, and then you're going straight inside the house. The first thing you're going to see coming up on you, possibly, you're going to see maybe a young Michael Myers on your left. Popping out trying to scare you. Yeah. However, you're definitely going to see Michael Myers' sister. And I, I, I'm sorry, I... I still have not had a chance to rewatch the movie since we've uh, recorded this. Okay. Um, but is it Judy? Oh, it's it's five minutes. It's like three minutes of the movie. I, I don't know. Either way, you're going to see his sister on the stairs bleeding. It's not an actual character. It's just a, a mannequin yeah. of types, but it's so realistic. And you never and, see her in the stairs in the movie. Yeah, and so. it's just you see that and you walk in and it really sets a tone for it. So then the next part that you're actually going to see is there's going to be a mirror set up and it, there there's going to be a little Michael involved, but I don't really want to ruin that. Okay, like so all let's of move this. on. So, so we're going to keep moving on. Great. We don't have to tell too much. You move on, and you're going to have to remind me, because the order is a little freaky. Because like I said, I was screaming my head off through the entire thing. So then you're going to walk through the house. The next really memorable scene that you're going to come up upon is the car scene. Oh, okay. Sure. Am I skipping ahead of something? I feel like we missed a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, I feel like there's something in between. You see the, the, uh, the ghost with the sheet and the glasses first? Or no, is that after? That's a little further on, yeah. Then never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm mistaking it. You go through the kitchen. You go through the kitchen, and then there's the laundry. You see the laundry shaking doors. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Then you get to the garage, and inside the car is uh, one of the actors. I know that the girl's name is Amy in the movie, Mm -hmm. but she's sitting in the car, and she's getting strangled by Michael Myers in the car. And so you walk through the garage, and it's fantastic and scary. Uh, Then you walk out of the garage... And you walk back into the, the type of kitchen type area, I believe. Okay. And that's where you see Michael Myers holding a victim up against the wall. And that's where he does the famous head tilt that is very accustomed to where he's stabbing this person on the wall. He turns at you, 
does a head tilt, uh-huh. which it doesn't sound anything uh, spectacular. But whenever you're seeing this happening in front of you, it is so creepy. And at some points, can I first just say that the score is running throughout this entire house? Uh-huh. So if you're familiar with the Halloween score, it is running full blast throughout the entire house yep. and so loud. And you get that perfect uh, bass line. It's like this big reverberating kind of like bass sound. It's running throughout the entire thing. And it's so scary. Yeah. And then when key parts happen, when like certain like stabbings happen, you get that. Eek, 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 it's so scary. It is well, not psycho, but you know what I mean? You get that kind of like shrill kind of sound. My bad. It's okay. But so yeah, like you described, you have the, uh, the held head tilt. Yeah, you're going to have the head tilt, and then this is going to lead into uh, the kind of the the clothesline section where you have the, why can't I think of the word of what it, like bed sheets. You have uh, a bed sheet over the yeah. victim, over the guy, who so he's the boyfriend to the, to the blonde girl in the film, mm-hmm. and he's got a bed sheet over him, and the glass is over, over top of the bed sheet, just like when he walks into the bedroom in the film. Uh, and so then you see him getting strangled with a cord and then Michael Myers pops out underneath between the bed sheets. Yeah, that, that's a little further. It's, it's oh. the bed sheet section is kind of a long portion of it in that first you see the strangling with him in the bed sheet and then you walk through some bed sheet sections and there's then, a laundry section and yeah. then you're going to see Michael Myers kind of on your left and you you just see the bed sheet with the glasses on it, and you think, oh, I'm fine. And then all of a sudden, yeah. and like all the time, he scares you. And I, I want to reiterate this for everyone who's watching slash just listening, listening. My bad. This was pretty much a week ago that we saw this. And this was last, d- last Wednesday. Despite yeah. the fact that we did go through this maze four times, oh, we were caught up in such a moment. And I didn't bother writing it down right after because, uh, well, who, who thinks of doing that all the time? So this is a lot going by memory. And I, I apologize for it. But we're just trying to give you the basic idea of that it is based very, very closely off to what you see in the film, um, including in in all this portion of it, you start to get to the Halloween 3 section of the film, or of the maze, my bad, it, uh, with the trick-or-treaters. Okay, so you're outside in an alley, and uh-huh. it's backyard, and there's like fences, and then there's little children dressed up in masks, and they pop out behind a fence to yell trick-or-treat. Yeah, and I don't know if they use official little people, but there are small actors, mm-hmm. and they come out and surprise you, and it's horrifying. Even though you, at the end of it, you know where they're going to be, but it's still scary. Yeah, no, no. Every time it is still terrifying. Whenever the part, I'm not doing that accurately, but it still happens that way. And so we'll we'll flash forward ahead of time. In in the maze, then you see the the. Jamie Lee Curtis character sitting on the couch watching the thing before okay. before that. Sorry, no. Go ahead. You probably have the order better. Something? You'll probably have the order better. So on the couch. So she's sitting on the couch. She's watching the thing, and Michael comes out and attempts to stab her, and obviously misses because she can't die yeah. and swipes and misses, and then we just kind of walk out of the room. However, in this portion of the house, it felt the closest to uh, last year's American Werewolf in London where you see the transformation of the werewolf 
in the middle of the room and like i got that's where i got the sense more than anywhere else that this was a part of the movie like this was actually happening i agree and that's that's just my personal opinion on it and the girl oh my god the girl screamed bloody murder i don't know how she can keep that up perfect every single time oh my god it scared me just hearing her scream yeah and then it leads you to what i think is the absolute scariest part of this whole house Mm -hmm. do you agree that this is the part maybe okay this is when you walk outside and there are about a 10 or a dozen Michael Myers figures standing on both sides of you. So you probably got like six on each side of you. And not all of them are real. Is this the, about eight? Oh, I, I eight don't know. Total. It seemed like it a thousand to me. It, sounded, it seemed like a thousand to me. And not all of them are real. And you have to walk right in between them. And as you do, some of the real ones come to life and try to stab you. And it's, it's probably only like a, what, a six-foot, eight-foot section of, of a house. It's not that long, but it is horrifying. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of the, the general trend with Halloween Horror Nights. It doesn't really take that much to actually scare the living bejesus out of you. I agree. Um, but even going past all that, the house itself, then, it actually ends pretty much spot on with uh, the movie itself and that the Donald Pleasant's character is shooting at a Michael Myers and and scene. That's all we're going to go with it from there sure. on. Sure, yeah. So that concludes our uh, our terrible, terrible retelling. Terrible of the recap. House. So, However, you could tell how in love we are with it and how absolutely. much it affected us. Yeah. Uh, I think it is one of the best done. So I, we talked to Michael Aiello, mm-hmm. and he, this is one of his absolute favorite movies, if not the favorite. I mean, he's got the, the shoes. He has shoes. He has shoes with Michael Myers yeah. and Halloween on them. So this is his, this is his baby. He, he absolutely loves it. He knows every single detail of the movie, and he brought it to life exactly yep. like it is in the movie. So I, I just think it's so well done. And it scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah, and I mean, I, I kind of had a feeling that we are going to be seeing this one based on the fact that he was so passionate about that. However, I think even more on top of that, anyone who's going to Horror Nights, even if you're not going yourself and you're watching listening to this, you need to tell whoever you know that's going to it that they need to they need to pay special attention to this Halloween house, even if you're not in the time period where you could actually watch it and enjoy it uh, in that age of growing up with it. it. They really went above and beyond trying to make this house something special in its own. And I, I loved it. I, despite the fact that we've already been in it four times in technical rehearsal, I'm going to go over I and can't over wait. again. Yeah. For, it's going to become this year's American werewolf in London for me. I can, I, I know there's going to be a lot of amazing stuff now but just having that appreciation for it now i hope everyone who goes into that house takes the time to watch that movie before they go so they you can almost fully appreciate i mean it. you're gonna love it either way but just spend the time yeah. spend the hour and a half and just watch the movie because it'll add so much to the experience and it's not a bad movie no it's a fantastic movie yeah, yeah. so uh wrap, wrapping up though sure. uh, before before we uh drag this out too much longer i know we've gone a long time yeah, it's much longer than we normally do, but that's okay because yeah, we were uh, excited. most people love my voice, so uh, it's hard to listen to. <laughs> let's close out. Giggles okay. and gore. We've heard it's going to be just absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. We have the Dollhouse of the Damned. 
which is also going to be freaky. You got little porcelain and disgusting porcelain dolls that are going to be horrifying. Yeah. You have the Royal Colony, which mm-hmm. I felt, I think we both felt, looked a lot sim- a lot like what we know as Carcosa. Yep. In the sense that you have like animal horns, you've got kind of like a rustic kind of feel to it. It's all in the woods. You've got really kind of woodsy things. So, but it looks from True uh, from True, True Detective. Detective. Sorry, Sorry. Yes, not everyone knows Carcosa. Yep. Uh, from True Detective on HBO. Um, what am I missing? Those are the ones? Well, those are the the rest of the yeah. houses. Uh, we, we asked Michael Aiello once again about uh, the Carcosa feel of Roanoke. said there was no connection he to He hadn't it, even so. watched it. So. He hadn't watched it, so yeah. that's whatever. That's just our fanboying, I guess, over that. No, uh, and I love that. I think I'm going to really enjoy that house. So. Yeah, and I think, actually, they're going to take a look at it based on our suggestion. Of course, our suggestion. Uh, but then again, going on to the scare zones, the final two, Bayou of Blood. Bayou of Blood, we uh. walked through... It's unbelievable. Yep. We walked through the, the essentially space that it's going to take up yesterday. You've got the stage, the little bayou house that the uh, human sacrifices. hourly sacrifice yep. is going to oh. take place. There are human skulls lining the entire pathway. There's coffins on the, the right-hand side yep. over near the uh, the apartments, the Allah, Garden of Allah yep. apartments. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just done so well. The details are really fantastic. So and I'm masquerades really right there in front of you whenever you walk into the park. Masquerade. Uh, You've got the, the, uh, the, the big ch- chandelier. The, yeah, the chandelier and the, the candles with the human faces popping out of it. Uh, also going to be absolutely fantastic uh and then we've already talked about the other scare zones the purge and uh face off going along with it we we've briefly discussed bill and ted and rocky horror rocky horror is going to be the same as last year bill and ted is what i assume to literally be a a pretty much replica of the shows in past where it's it's going to be the same just the same vibe uh just with different pop culture references um but just in general i think that's kind of our our preview on horror nights we're both very excited we got to do it a couple times this week so uh we'll be very excited the next show is going to be a big blowout we're going to have... Well, kind of. I think, actually, at first we talked about cramming it all in with our okay. Hollywood show that would be on the 26th. I think right now our plans are uh, we're actually going to come to you next week right before we leave for Hollywood, and we're going to try to cram in our our Orlando segment on Horror Night. So then the next yeah. one we can actually spend time discussing the differences between Hollywood and Orlando. If we don't get to it, we sincerely apologize. We'll we'll make sure we we pull it out and make it for a longer show next time. But we want to be able to dedicate a good amount of time on both of them as they are both very important. But just from what we've seen so far in Orlando, I, I flat out can say if you haven't even planned a trip or you're kind of on the fence right now, gotta it's gotta happen for this one it's yeah. gonna be a memorable horror night especially if you're coming to orlando and yeah. you have an extra day and you like being scared then i f- absolutely recommend it i mean i i can only start with halloween horror nights 21 uh which was a really really weird year it's but like gambling right and Las it Vegas was kind of the lady luck and all yeah, that jazz um i can only go off basing from then and this actually seems to be one of the strongest years since that one uh i i could not be more excited i i don't know how i'm gonna sleep tonight probably in a bed uh with a pillow and a blanket but only time will tell if that's actually how that will go down um 
but we will be back again next time yes. to talk more about Halloween Horror Nights and Universal in general because, you know, One Direction might announce a second show. They might. We can all hope. Yeah. Uh, but just make sure you follow at Universal because we'll be posting updates this whole week from Halloween Horror Nights. Absolutely. Yes. And if you don't yet, follow it and then sign up for another account and follow it again just so you know you don't miss out on it. Yeah, we need more followers. Uh, no, we're, we're joking. Uh, but definitely follow us. We will be coming to you from the parks with all the information from Halloween Horror Nights Universal in general. And as always, thank you guys for watching and listening despite the fact that we are absolutely atrocious at times. We Atrocious and sickly. We generally appreciate your support and uh, your dedication to yeah, us. Of and uh, we hope that we can continue doing this for many, many moons after our 17th birthday that is today. So thank you guys for watching so much. We will be back with you next time for another edition of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. See you later.